Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com slash workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. everybody welcome to who cares about the rock hall a podcast about the rock and roll hall of fame i'm your host joe quazala i know too much about the rock and roll hall of fame and with me for the first time remotely via zoom video chat is oh my, my co-host and person i wish i could interact with face to face but given our oh circumstance we cannot it's Kristen stuttered that's me hello i i am laughing my face off this is so bizarre we're in a little zoom room right now so i can look at joe mm-hmm. with his little headphones on but i could not i cannot be there no <laughs> we're not on the same quarantine it's bizarre and yet the the pod rolls on it rocks and it rolls on yeah the, the pod must rock and roll on i guess <laughs> because it, it it feels like we can do it so we should yeah listen we're providing a service I, a valuable, I don't know if i'd say a service. service i'd say at the very least a distraction that is true in and these it, trying times let's think about something that truly does not matter yeah hopefully we could take your mind off things for at least a little bit um, this is our first official quarantine episode. Obviously, and I think even you know this, the induction ceremony was delayed. Did they give a date for it? I voted in the Wednesday about it. I said, I think it's going to happen. Maybe I said 2021 or maybe I said winter. This was also when nobody knew anything. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize just how long things were going to be postponed. Yeah, right. Because now I really think it's not going to be until 2021. But I think I probably said winter. Do we have a date? They've set a date. And perhaps it's optimistic, but they've set a date of November November 7th. Mm. So we will have just... Is that election day? It's a Saturday. It's a Saturday after election Tuesday. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, what is the world going to be like on November 7th of this year? Honestly, if someone could put me to sleep until then, I would, I would let them. <laughs> like, if you promise to keep me alive and, like, maybe yeah, exercise my chamber. muscles a little bit. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, but, and, you know, I have nothing to live for until the induction ceremony anyway. Well, you've, you, were, you were getting so excited because it was coming up. You would text me and you would say, Joe, I can't believe it. We're going to go to Cleveland and it would be seven exhibition <laughs> points. Yeah. Uh, and Cleveland in all caps, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So November 7th is the date that they have, uh, they've set. Okay. We'll see. I don't know if that's optimistic or not, or if that's realistic, but they've set a date. And so that's what we're operating on. And it is so funny. I do not think that that's going to happen. I mean, we'll see. November 7th? All right. Okay. November 7th. I could. That is good. That is optimistic, and it's good to be optimistic in these times. It's also so funny that we consider this period between the inductee announcement and the induction ceremony to be more or less a lost period for the podcast because we don't. We were like, what are we going to do to fill all this time? Yeah, and e- and we were thinking, oh, it's not even going to be till May this only year. It's going to be a couple of weeks. Like, we thought it would be two months. And we were like, ooh, what are we going to do? Two, three months? Yeah, right. And so it was like, how do we fill this time? And now they are adding an additional six months. So then the question becomes, how do we fill this time? I mean, honestly, we are the ones who suffer the most <laughs> during this. <laughs> This is us. I can't believe this is happening to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it is, it is definitely, we are bearing the brunt of yeah. the, the, the COVID pandemic than yeah. really anybody else. 
How could they do this to us? How could they do this to us? So we are, we are put in a position with the podcast where now we really have to, I think, get creative. Yeah, Mm. I I truly, as will come to no surprise to our listeners, have no idea what we're supposed to be doing on this episode Right, yeah, you have no idea what I've planned, and then we keep it that way to keep it fresh, you know, so that the the podcast, they still want it to be spicy, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I've uh, I've kept you in the dark. They still want it to be spicy. Oh, jeez. So here's what I have planned, and Nate, some of our listeners will already be familiar a little bit with this because I posted about it. Now, you don't really follow our posts, which will serve you (laughs) for this episode. So what I've done is I have come up with a quarantine playlist. Oh. Oh, I saw that you did that, but I did not go to it at all. Great. Well, that's perfect. So yeah, so what I did was for the 2020 inductees, I picked one song a piece for each artist that reflects the situation that we're going through right now. Okay. And this episode, what I'd like to do is I would like to have it almost function a little bit like you're listening to the radio. Okay. So instead of playing song clips... I am going to drop the full song okay. into the episodes. And our listeners don't know this. When I drop the song clips in, it is, they maybe could guess this. I'm doing it in post. You're not hearing anything when we're recording. No. But what I would Sometimes like- Sometimes we will listen to it, but we are not, I'm not hearing what he plays in the actual. I would like you, Kristen, to listen to the full song. So right now? Gonna- what I'm going to do is <laughs> right now. Yeah. So what I'm going to do. I'm really busy, Joe. I've got a lot going on. Is I would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. So what I'll do is I'll kind of, I'll set these songs up. Then you guys, the listeners will hear it. You won't hear us listening to it, but I, but know that we will be listening to it. And then we'll just kind of talk about it a lot of these are deep cuts which some are some aren't but i think that will be fodder for a little bit of discussion so that sounds good cool so and this is also the moment where i legitimately try to remember who's being inducted yeah right okay so let's i, and I, <laughs> I know I, depeche mode is one of them <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> And the Doobie Brothers. Oh wait, no. I think I can. Rem- you, you can, can I do- see if I can just recall yeah, them all? Go ahead. Right now I'm pretty go sure ahead. I can. There's the six. Doobie Brothers, Doobie Brothers, Depeche Mode, um, T Rex, mm-hmm. Biggie, uh, um, Whitney, uh-huh. and uh, oh, Nine Inch Nails. Very I was good. about to say, and not Todd Rundgren. <laughs> what that would have been very appropriate. <laughs> would have been very on brand for you. All right. So you ready? Okay. Cool. So what we'll start off with is, and I try to kind of order these to make some sort of a progression, right? So with what's going on with the way we've had to alter the way that we live our lives and with, you know, things shutting down, whether they're restaurants or bars or any public gathering, I think this first song kind of sets the tone, which is a song from the Notorious B.I.G., and it's called Things Done Changed. Back in the day, I used to change the facade. Remember, they used to talk, it's not a plan. Back in the day, I used to change the facade. 
this to me is a mystery. I hear your motherfuckers talk about it, but I stay seeing bodies with the motherfucking chalk around it. And I'm down with the shit too. For the stupid motherfuckers wanna try to use Kung Fu. Instead of a Mac 10, he tried scrapping. Slugs in his back, and that's what the fuck happens when you sleep on the street. Little motherfuckers with heat wanna leave a nigga six feet deep. And we come into the waste to make sure the crying and commotion ain't a motherfucking fake. Back in the days, our parents used to take care of us. Look at them now, they ain't fucking scared of us. Calling the city for help because they can't maintain. Damn shit done changed. Was things done changed by the notorious B.I.G. Uh, what's interesting about that is it's the it's not the first track on the first album, uh, Ready to Die, his debut album, but it's the first song track. Like there's an intro track to Ready to Die, and then this is pretty much the first song. Really? Which, and I think it, it it does a pretty good job of establishing a lot of the Biggie themes. You know, I looked, I, I opened the lyrics while I was uh, yeah, listening to it to just make sure I was really absorbing what mm-hmm. was happening in the, the song. Uh, and I didn't realize I was, I guess when I was, re- I was listening to it, I was like, oh, is this from his first album or from his, because they all have like, what are the names of the albums? They are. It's Ready to Die and Life After Death. I often confuse those two, even though. They are a before and an after of what happened to him. The song is gangster rap. It's exactly what they were talking about. (laughs) The original gangster rap type song. You know, it's about selling drugs and violence Mm -hmm. in In the hood, if I may, you know. You know, hip hop often reflects the culture. And I think, you know, we talk when we talk about gangster rap, we talk about it in juxtaposition with the more like party hip-hop that came Mm -hmm. before it and this is in the way that it's describing how things have gotten harder things have changed within the community and within the culture i think it's both reflecting culturally and musically kind of how things done changed if you will A, a theme i think that many rappers are still rapping about today as well is kind of that the two tickets out of poverty for young black people tend to be drugs or sports, you know, mm-hmm. and he really, he hits that. Interesting kind of things to note. We often position Biggie in the East Coast, West Coast rap feud. And one of the main samples is from a Dr. Dre song. The person saying things done changed on this side, remember they used to thump, but now they blast mm-hmm. right, is Dr. Dre. And that's a song from a song, Little Ghetto Boy from The Chronic, which had come out a year earlier. Things done changed on this side. Remember they used to thump, but now they blast right. All right, so oh we, we, we go from things done changed, which I think kind of like establishes speaking quarantine wise speaking covid wise the fact that we're we're shifting everything and everything is different now to the fact that a lot of people 
have to cancel things. And you, we, we are not participating in anything anymore. I mean, the Rock Hall induction ceremony is one example, but like across the board, you have to just say, I cannot be involved. I cannot do this. So we're going to listen to a song called I Bow Out by Whitney Houston. was I Bow Out by Whitney Houston, which uh, was not a single, even though it kind of sounds like it could be. I think it's, it's got a good hook. That's not, it's not a single though. I was listening to that being like, I like this song and it reminds me of like, 
it is such a album filler to me. Like that <laughs> okay. song is very much yeah. album filler. It's like, it's passable, but there's nothing that's going to make you want to stay on the radio station if you're listening to it. If that was released as a, as a single, you'd be like, oh, this album's going to be in trouble. Yeah. So that's off the fourth studio album from Whitney in 1998, uh, My Love Is Your Love. And Coming that, in with some very serious, no scrubs production. So it's Babyface who produced, Babyface. who, you know, the 90s R&B king. Yeah. Did he produce no scrubs as well? I wonder. Um, oh, that's a good question. Who Let's find produced? out. The producer was Shakespeare, S-H-E <laughs> apostrophe K-S-P-E-R-E. But I would say um, at that point, that person was trying to be Babyface. Like Babyface, Babyface had kind yeah. of established that that feel with artists like Whitney and artists like Boyz II Men and you know, many others. Do you want to guess who wrote I Bow Out? Ooh. I mean, it's just such a generic, classic 90s R&B type of song. So it was probably written by one of those hit machine guys. Was it written by a man or a woman? Woman. It wasn't written by Diane Warren or anything. It was written by Diane Warren. <laughs> Everything is yes. written by... <laughs> Everything's written by Diane Warren. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Really? It was written by Diane Warren? Diane Warren, I must have come in to probably work a day on this album. She did a few other album tracks. She did a song called You'll Never Stand Alone from the same album. And then she oh did gosh. I Learned from See, the that Best. that sounds like a Diane Warren song. Right, uh, yes. You'll Never Stand Alone, like a ballad. Yeah, that song to me, it's not even that sassy. It's like, I bow out. It's that like respectfully. Very, yeah, that is not a sassy way to leave somebody. That's not a sassy way to tell mm -hmm. someone to get bent. Is like, uh, I'm sorry, you're not treating me well and I must bow out. Like that I is regret to inform you. Yeah. <laughs> to whom it may I must concern. take my leave. <laughs> well, good day, sir. You know, <laughs> yeah, I bow out. <clears throat> I bow I, out bow out but we're yeah. we're all bowing out of just about everything these yeah, days hey so now we are by ourselves there's limited for everybody limited people that they can interact with we're feeling loneliness i would we assume we're not taking it to the streets correct we're not no so that yeah <laughs> that is not what's going to be next i'm in, like in my head trying to think of what other bands are there and what other songs could there be it's mostly deep cuts for for this episode so Let's listen to a song called All Alone by T-Rex.
That was All Alone by T-Rex from the album Futuristic Dragon, which came out in 1976. That is T-Rex's 11th studio album. Whoa. And at this point, more or less, Mark Boland was considered to be a has-been. The moment had kind of come and gone, and he was not taken super seriously. I don't, this doesn't seem like this album was even released in the US or in North America. Domestically, it looks like it wasn't released until 1987. But people do consider this album. So this, there was one more album after this before Mark Boland died in a car crash in 1977. But people do consider this to be somewhat of a return to form. I think the song is great. I think it's a lot. Of I think okay. Here's a couple of things that I have to say about this song. Number yes. one, it's jangly and I love it. It's just got kind of like a, I don't know. It feels fun. It has a fun it's bop got, to it, yeah. It's got a fun bop to it. It's got fun horns and a mm-hmm. fun, cool guitar. I like all of that stuff, though it's got some weird lyrics. I think he calls it's, Mickey Mouse a handsome bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, I... He calls him Michael Mouse. Looking, he calls him Michael Mouse. He says, even Michael Mouse, he has a house with someone there. You handsome bitch, you movie twitch, and serenade the dudes that move and smile so vile and masquerade, they masquerade. So I don't think Michael Mouse is the handsome bitch, but he does have a house with someone there. (laughs) I get the sense that, and I think you could derive this theory from most of Mark Boland's lyrics, which is that he's just saying words that sound fun, like that sound cool next to each other. I don't know that there's a ton of meaning. Like Zeus is never loose with his Grecian Grecian kiss. kiss. Yeah. I was like, come on. An adjacent kid with a Jamaican lid and a switchblade knife. I was like, this song is wild. Yeah. It doesn't make a ton of sense. I mean, it's about how like everybody's got somebody and then there's some weird stuff in here about, I don't know, getting held up by a kid with a switchblade who steals the truth from your golden tooth. Yeah. It's just a lot of excuses for internal rhymes. You should hold hands tight on a marble night fiery skies and children eyes it's a lot of that yeah i'm not really focusing on the lyrics they're mostly just like a fun excuse to get through the song itself yeah it's a very short groovy ass song i like it the album artwork for this album is interesting it's a futuristic dragon it must be some sort of a uh interpretation of mark with a shield and a like jousting sword upon a dragon in front of it was at the sun <laughs> you can't fly that close to the sun though well, so maybe he's to trying say. to tell us something oh my gosh well, and he also is a skeleton so really he could do whatever he wants <laughs> And it looks like the dragon's pretty much a skeleton too. So maybe it is the sun. What I'm saying is like, that was a fun one. This is just some glam rock fun. I enjoyed it. It's really great. And it's a, that is a deep cut that I had not heard before. And I'm glad I did. I've been listening to it a lot. While you've been all alone. Yeah. Cause it's fun as hell. Are you taking us on like a story journey with these songs too? In a sense. Yeah. It started by things changed and we had to bow out. Now we're all alone. Like, I would, yes, so the progression of the order of the songs is deliberate to kind this of is our journey. tell a story. So I wonder what's next. What could be next? So you're all alone, but where are you? I mean, we're supposed to stay indoors. We're supposed to stay home. And I got to imagine a lot of people are finding that they have to stay in their room. So we're going to listen to a song called In Your Room by Depeche Mode. Your favorite consciousness 
Depeche Mode that's off of the 1993 album Songs of Faith and Devotion that song if you can believe it was released as a single uh, in 1994 it's wild to think of a song that that's that kind of moody and dark and kind of dirgy dirgy very dirgy as a single the thing about it was listening to it, I was like, this is so certainly the precursor to like Nine Inch Nails. Like this is such an influence on goth industrial music. But this was, you know. This was concurrent. Late. But I just mean they've been making music for longer than that. And that that's where they wound up to just like a gothy, dirgy, industrial. I was. It also made me think too about, because we both watched the music video. Right. Uh, I asked FYI that you watch. to all of our. Uh, yeah. People. Asked you to watch the music video just, you know, as an additional thing to talk about. And that is a music video of the single release, which is shorter and different from the album version of In Your Room. Butch Vig, who was the producer on Nevermind, actually did the single release, which they call the Zephyr Mix for that song i think that's good i don't think that that song should be six and a half minutes i haven't heard the six and a half minute version of it but i don't think so for me no (laughs) maybe somebody out there i'm sure there's plenty of people out there who would like it to be six and a half minutes i'm not one of them that music video just 
you know, starring Scott Stapp as Chris Angel was a very weird. Well, at that time, I think it was, so that's Dave Gahan, the lead singer, kind of, I think, trying to look like Chris Cornell. Like, I think that yeah, was kind of Yeah, very much. Yeah, the, there's very much a Chris Cornell as Chris Angel. It's weird. He's doing a lot of really sincere hand movements. He's putting his hands over his heart when he says something sincere. It's a weird uh-huh. one. And there's There's, a lot of stuff in the music video that almost seems like a parody of what you would think a Depeche Mode video would look like, like black and white clowns in a, in a desert, (laughs) people wearing bird masks and people wearing bird masks and leather as a concept. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) People being chained to chairs. You're chained to your throne. Uh, yeah. as a metaphor. So the video um, was directed by Anton Corbin, who did pretty much all of the Depeche Mode videos since nearly like the beginning. Well, a thing too that I was thinking about when I was watching the music video was how far we've come since the 90s too in terms of what we consider kink or taboo or <laughs> yeah. edgy. Because they were know? they were very, very edgy. And kind of looking at some of the imagery now, you're like, yeah, no, that's about yeah. what I expect to see on primetime television. Yeah, you see a you know a topless woman with her back to the camera. Then you see a woman near like a roadside motel or some sort of sex work type place wearing like a leather crop top and sunglasses. And maybe she bites her finger at one point, you know? <laughs> and you're like, like, just kind of that people were like, yeah. I'm a freak, you know, I'm into leather and chains. And it's just like, now people are like, well, you know, he's into leather and chains. Like, it's just like, right, yeah. like I, I, I feel that we've really opened up as a society for the better in many ways. Yeah. So let's go from in your room, Depeche Mode, to kind of a more existential thought, which is the Whoa. idea of now we try to live in these circumstances what Some if, might say that's what a fool believes. Well, what if you what if you <laughs> are a fool? What if you're an idiot and you're like, how am I going to figure this out? I'm a I'm a dumbass. And so let's listen to a song called How Do the Fools Survive by the Doobie Brothers. <laughs>
That was How Do the Fools Survive by the Doobie Brothers. That was off the eighth album from them in 1978. The album Minute by Minute, which is their most popular, and it was really the album where Michael McDonald took over because the original lead singer, Tom Johnson, at this point was not involved. And this album went three times platinum. It was the one that was nominated for all those Grammys. And it is the second song on the album that features the word fool after what yeah. it believes. And it is the last track on the album. That is why they noodle all the way out. They're just it's like, the last thing, yeah. yeah, we're just jamming, man. Don't worry about it. They're just picking away. No uh, this, uh, did you enjoy the song? I, like, I liked it quite a bit. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I don't think I'd ever purposefully listen to it again. But, uh-huh. like, that's a song where in the time of albums, I'm on side two of my record, no problem. I'm not mad at this song just grooving me on out, you know? Yeah. It, it's fun listening to, I think, to listen to some of these Michael McDonald album tracks because we, we know the Michael McDonald singles from the Doobie Brothers so well. I don't think he was much of a slouch with some of these album tracks. I think this is a... No, it was fun. That song. song, you know, it's not like lead single material, but I enjoyed it. While I was looking this song up in Spotify, I saw the album cover and title for the Doobie Brothers 2010 album, World Gone Crazy. And I just <laughs> want to thank you for not making me listen to a 2010 Doobie Brothers song. Oh, that would be cruel. So we've got one song left. Oh, Nine Inch Nails. It is Nine Inch Nails. Our remaining band. I, I so believe this will be closer. the... <laughs> are you going to Are we going to listen to Closer? Well, we shouldn't be getting closer, right? right? If anything, we should be getting farther away. But what I would like to do, because this is should the last we be one... up above it? Well, <laughs> we get up above it, but then we get down in it, which would be bad. Okay. This song... Uh, so I, what I want to do is, with a progression, I would like to end this on an optimistic note. I would like to end this in... Oh, yeah, the optimistic, notorious optimist Trent Reznor. Yeah. (laughs) But a somewhat hopeful note, or at least a a good sentiment to end this on, is we're going to listen to a song called We're In This Together by Nine Inch Nails.
That was We're In This Together by Nine Inch Nails from the 1999 album The Fragile, which was Nine Inch Nails' third studio album. This was released as a single, because why not? Uh, It does have kind of a catchy hook. Uh, The chorus, I think, is pretty catchy and very Nine Inch Nails. 
but it also has the kind of challenging things that you expect from a Nine Inch Nails release anyway, which is why I think, you know, I think I've said this before, but I, I think Nine Inch Nails is the type of artist that should be inducted in the hall and is should be commended for being daring and innovative and challenging while still making music that somehow is able to penetrate the culture and be accepted and loved by the masses while not compromising any artistic vision. Yeah, that was not an optimistic song, Joe. <laughs> you were, I mean, the, not, the name, we're in this together, okay. Then we watched the music video. It's all in black and white. It's, first of all, I'm very triggered by all the crowd scenes. <laughs> okay. We did, so we did watch, I did, just for something to do while we're listening, I did make Kristen watch the video, which I had not seen. Uh, black and white, of course. And it's From a lot start of to finish running around and like escaping something and escaping then... and looking and him running against the crowd of people everyone all dressed in black everything's in black and white he for some reason is also got a silver belt buckle on though <laughs> everything <laughs> is black and white and so you can see his whole outfit is black and then there's just this little silver rectangle in the middle of his waist where mm -hmm. his belt buckle is yeah, it had it was very nine inch nails. I didn't hate it. That is not a song I don't that I would really seek out. I, I can't imagine it's maybe six if you were having long. maybe if you were having a you were having a cathartic moment. It feels yeah. like a cathartic song. Like if you had to get something out. Yeah. If I could like yeah, I guess if I had like a big weighted punching bag that I could really kick ass at or something like that. Introduce or, it to your I, all ladies dance party. <laughs> I bet Here's that, a, yeah, we do play some songs that are very aggressive. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's basically about like them against the world, I guess. So that is a, yeah, that does feel correct. Yeah. I think, I think the lyrics are optimistic if you watch the video less so, but <laughs> you know the oh my gosh wait a minute number one comment the most recent comment on youtube is from one week ago it says we're all in this together now one right right next to it hello from the year 2020 in the month of march everything from the beginning of this video is about to unfold run jesus christ well i don't believe that but but uh, i do i do like the sentiment of we will make it through somehow that kind of stuff Four days ago, you know you're in for a tough year when all of a sudden Nine Inch Nails songs become more and more relatable once again. <laughs> oh, four days ago, happy apocalypse. At least S we stop. have the soundtrack. <laughs> stop looking at the cop. Never read YouTube comments. Get out of there. Uh, but that is our that's our playlist, Kristen. That's our 2020 inductive quarantine playlist. That is quarantine oh playlist gosh. number one. And what we'll be doing is each week we're going to go back a year. Oh, so okay. Ne Here, next week. I thought we were going to just keep going through this year's inductees over and over again. No, I mean. <laughs> until, we, until I finally had to listen to that Doobie Brothers song. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So we're, we're going to go back a year a week. See how long that takes. You know, there's. Can it's, we skip 2018? <laughs> nope. We will be doing that in two weeks. Uh, we will do that for as long as we need, as long as this quarantine continues. Our devoted followers will know that I actually posted this 2021 already and a 2019 one, but I'm going to imagine most of our listeners have not seen that, and I will get rid of that evidence. But we're also going to make a Spotify playlist, so that will be available for you to check out. We will tweet out the link for that when the episode comes out so you can have all the songs all queued up in a Spotify playlist. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> and what we'll do is we will add to that playlist every week as opposed to just making a bunch of different playlists. We'll just add to it so then it's kind of cumulative. That's a good idea, Joe. Hey, good idea, dude. <laughs> hey, thank you. <laughs> you know what? I think now more than ever, we would love to hear from you guys. You can follow us on Twitter at Rock Hall Pod, on Instagram, Rock Hall Pod is the same thing. RockHallPod at gmail.com. We would love to hear what you think of this is a very different type of episode. So we would love to hear uh, your thoughts. And uh, as always, make sure to mention if you want Kristen to see it. You're going to have to say that yeah. same message. I'm still very busy. Even during this pandemic, I don't have time to read all the emails. I'm sorry, guys. 
uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review us five stars only. If you're leaving a review because of this episode, why don't you go ahead and say Michael Mouse? So Michael that, Mouse, good one. Yeah. Uh, so that we so know, that we know. this episode. Uh, thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusuke Kim for the music. Thank you to Joy Divine for the equipment. I should thank Ramona, my roommate, who is home at this moment and has heard some of the um, some of my end of this conversation. So thank you, Ramona Chernick. No doubt. And you know what? I'll, I'll throw I'll throw I'll throw some thanks to to Sean and Chad, the guys I live with. Uh, and as always, thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. And you know what? Fuck it. Thanks, Zoom. We will be back next week with another episode. We'll be doing the 2019 quarantine playlist. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares? About the Rock Hall. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.